0: This is Macchiato Memory, an attempt to make sense of the coffee scene right here in Singapore. Episode 2, Home Espresso. There's a good chance that as you're listening to this, the whole world is still being affected by the coronavirus or COVID-19 situation, which also means that you can't travel as freely as you used to. If you're anything like me, one of the great joys of travelling is is the food, to be able to eat what the locals eat. And most of the time, that is such a unique experience that you can only have there. When you are at the location, at the destination of your travel, it's not something that by and large you can bring back home with you. But with coffee, it's slightly different. You can always buy back the beans with you wherever you're visiting. Uh, you can't really replicate the entire thing because then we'll get into the debate on whether the water uh, makes a difference. And the short answer is yes, the water does make a difference and the water does taste different in different parts of the world, sometimes even from one city to another. But bring the beans back, you absolutely can. And so that means even at a time like this when you can't travel by plane, you can still travel by coffee from the comfort of your own home, if you have the right home setup to be able to enjoy the beans that are still being imported to Singapore from all over the world. So, what are you going to need to do that? Well, that's the topic of today's episode. How can you brew coffee at home and specifically, how can you brew home espresso? You're going to need a few things, uh, two big machines, And then two to three accessories, we're going to go about them in sequence. Let's get to it. Those two machines you're going to need, unsurprisingly, the first one is the coffee machine. Of course, you need an espresso machine. But what might surprise you is that I don't think you need to spend as much on this as the second machine. You don't need to get such a high-end espresso machine. That's not the true bottleneck here. The true bottleneck is the second machine, the grinder. Uh, I'll get back to why in a moment, but first let me just round things up by talking about those three other, two, three other components. You're also going to to need a tamper. If you don't know what this is, this is the thing that your barista always uses to press, press the coffee so that it's tight, tight, flat, flat in the coffee basket before they pull the shot. Uh, The other thing that you're going to need is a weighing scale, specifically one that can measure to an accuracy of 0.1 grams because you're going to be dosing out coffee to the tune of something like 14 grams of a double shot to maybe even as high as 18, 19 grams for a quote-unquote double shot. Uh, But to get that kind of accuracy, I can tell you that one bean weighs less than one gram. Uh, If you know of a bean that weighs one gram, flee. Flee for your life. I don't know what kind of alien beans you're dealing with. But with normal Earth-sized coffee beans because of their lightweight, you're going to need that level of accuracy to weigh things out to 0.1 grams, okay? Typically, you want to weigh the beans before you grind them, and again, we're going to come at, uh, back to why you need the grinder at home, and then you're going to want to weigh the shot. Either as you pull it, if you can squeeze all of the stuff, the coffee cup and the weighing scale underneath the Porter filter, you know, where the shot comes out, if you can squeeze it all in, then you can weigh the shot as it is coming out, if not, then you can wait after. And why are you going to want to wait? it? Because it is tempting to just ignore the weighing scale and want to do things by volume. You know, you, you eyeball the volume level. I know I certainly did that. But due to the presence of crema, that will throw off your judgment if you're just eyeballing things and trying to rely on volume. You can't go by time because honestly, even with the same bean, your shots will be good and will be bad. And so there's that variation in time. Instead, you'll want to go by mass. So get a weighing scale to the accuracy of 0.1 grams. And the last accessory that you might want to have is a knockbox because you're going to need something to knock the grinds out. A knockbox is just designed for that. It's not terribly expensive. You could easily get away with having the same knockbox for your entire life. Uh, I have been doing home espresso for, gosh, I think it should be coming out to about 10 years now, roughly in that region. And I'm still using the same knockbox. Because a knockbox is just for you to cock-cock-cock the coffee puck out. You really don't need a very fancy one. And if you're just brewing at home, you're probably not going to need a very big one either. Let's recap. Five things that I've mentioned. Two, machines and three, accessories. I think all of these are frankly essential. Machines. You're going to need the espresso machine. You're going to need a grinder. And then accessories. You will want a tamper so that you can tamp your coffee down. You're going to need a weighing scale because, well, all the reasons I listed above, and you probably want to have a knockbox so that the rest of the people living with you in your household do not scream at you for smashing the rest of the kitchen countertop. Let's come back to the espresso machine. You don't actually need to get a super high-end espresso machine. You can get away with one of those that's a $100 at any departmental store in fact, uh, Seattle Coffee Gear recommended a DeLonghi, which looks very much like the exact same model that I used to have. That was my first coffee machine. And uh, there are some trade-offs. We'll get to that in a moment. But know that you are perfectly fine having one of these entry-level machines so don't lose any sleep about it. In fact, you might be surprised to know that as you move up, right, in in the world of espresso machines, um, the warm-up time can actually get longer. That was certainly my experience, and it's been a bit of a bummer. Um, the machine that I currently have now is a nice machine. Um, it is certainly a lot more expensive than one of those De'Longhi's or those Krups, or is it Krups? I'm never sure how to pronounce that brand. But now I've got a 15-minute warm-up time. If you're pulling espresso shots in the morning, first thing in the morning, like I do every day, you are not going to enjoy those warm up times, and this has necessitated me to buy one of those smart switches uh, for the power plug, so that I can get the espresso machine to switch itself on early in the morning before I wake up, so that it's all warmed up, so that I don't sit around standing there waiting fifteen minutes for my machine to be good to go. So it's not going to be like all winner uh, if you just go and get a more expensive espresso machine, the hundred plus dollar at max, maybe about two hundred sing that's still going to be fine. What you really are going to want to spend on is going to be the grinder. Now, the grinder, at a bare minimum, I think you're going to want to spend about 400 Singapore dollars for it. Let me explain why. First, let's think about coffee as a food. The end result is a beverage, but as a food, um, you're going to have certain considerations about freshness. Think about the veg, think about fruit. When you are cutting your fruit, you know that it oxidizes and you don't want to cut your fruit uh, too far ahead of time. I don't know why I'm tripping over the Fs on, on fruit and food. My brain is just lagging. I should probably go and have another coffee very, very soon. So if we treat coffee like a food, freshness is important. And within limits, you are going to want to have your coffee as fresh as possible. Okay, so if we look all the way back at coffee bean um, as as a plant when it is grown and is harvested, the coffee beans have a shelf life. They have a shelf life of maybe months. Once we apply heat to them and roast the coffee beans, that shelf life shortens. They are now ready for grinding and brewing, but the shelf life is no longer months. It is at best, I would say maybe even weeks. Yes, uh, there are some exceptions and some roasters might tell you that you can still carry on for maybe one, two months, but not a whole lot longer than that. So the shelf life keeps shortening. And then once you grind the coffee beans, the shelf life of that coffee is now reduced to minutes. Not like five minutes. It's not so extreme. But we're talking about at most one hour. That's as long as you want your coffee to be sitting around having been ground. So this is why you want to have your own grinder. It is not a good idea to get pre-ground beans. Uh, it's not good enough to have it ground at the roaster or whatever shop that you're buying the coffee from. Because again, Unless you're going to brew all of that coffee within one hour, you are shortchanging yourself on the experience. So to get around this, you're going to need to have your own grinder. Please don't use a blade grinder. Those are wonderful appliances and they have their own uses within a kitchen, but they are not going to give you the uniform particle size that you need for good espresso. Espresso is really one of those things where small changes can make a big difference. So you need uniform particle size. And it's a burr grinder that can do that without having a lot of friction, which will generate heat. And heat is one of the enemies of coffee before the brewing process begins. So blade grinders, no, no, you want to get a burr grinder. You could get a hand burr grinder, right? There are definitely those and they are available for less than 100 sink. But unless you want to have that workout every single time you pull a shot of coffee, I really don't recommend that you use a hand grinder. Just spend the money and get a burr grinder. The very first grinder that I got was an Isomac from the good guys at Highlander. It cost me 400 and it lasted for about five plus years. Did a perfectly fine job of that. No pun intended. But the only reason I had to change that machine, not necessarily upgrade from that uh, machine, was because I didn't take care of it and then it got stuck, and you couldn't change the grind setting, which is not appropriate. As coffee ages, you're going to need to grind finer and finer. When you try different coffees, you're also going to need to change the grind setting, so the fineness of the, the grind will differ based on the coffee, even though you're brewing espresso all the time. So I didn't take care of my machine. If I did, it would probably still be with me. A good grinder can easily last you for a good long time. As in my case, five years, right? No sweat. And it can outlast some of the coffee machines, which, you know, as time goes by, you'll know what to upgrade because you know what you want to do and you know what you need to do. But get a good burr grinder. It is the single most important bottleneck for your entire home espresso process, uh, for your entire home brewing experience, arguably, no matter what kind of coffee you're brewing. Because the shelf life thing is inescapable. That's a fact of life that you need to grind your coffee fresh to brew regardless of the method of brewing. So today's market, a few years ago, I think one plus year ago, I've got a good friend of mine and he has a Breville Smart Grinder. It does a good job. I've had the pleasure of uh, tasting coffee that he makes at home and it costs him about $400. So I would say that uh, that's how much you're going to need to spend on a decent grinder uh, for your home espresso setup. Uh, Now let me just return very briefly to the home espresso machine and how that relates to the first accessory, which is the tamper. Obviously, your tamper needs to fit inside of the basket where you put the coffee, right? It needs to be a snug fit. But for it to be a snug fit, it has to be the right size. And when you are buying those home espresso machines, the entry-level ones, the size of the basket tends to be small, something like 51 or 54 millimeters, depending on who you buy it from. And um, your tamper is going to need to be correspondingly small. Um, the The difference is that when you get to the higher-end espresso machines and the commercial-grade espresso machines, those tend to have a more standardized uh, basket size of 57 or 58 millimeters uh, in in diameter. And um, you're going to need a tamper regardless of what kind of machine you buy and, and what size the basket is. But just being realistic here in all likelihood, if you stick with the hobby of home espresso, you are going to want to upgrade your machine at some point. So if you start with an entry-level espresso machine that has a small basket size and you are going to end up buying a small tamper, um, when you upgrade to another machine that has a different basket size, you're going to need to buy another tamper. That was certainly my experience. I started out with a De'Longhi, which had a small basket size, and I bought a small tamper. And then I upgraded to a Gaggia... Uh, Gaja Classic, now discontinued, uh, replaced by the Classic Pro, I believe. Anyway, I I bought that machine because I was itching to upgrade my machine, and I saw a good discount at Taka uh, one Christmas. So that second machine had a 58mm basket, and then my first tamper was rendered completely useless. It wasn't broken. Uh, You can't really spoil a tamper unless you drop it on the ground, right? Because tamper's tamper is going to be made of stainless steel, and it's got no moving parts. Um, but I I just think that your takeaway over here is when you go out hunting for your first espresso machine and then you're going to need to buy that first tamper and there are going to be so many fancy tampers on the market, right? There's going to be tampers with really exotic handles made of all kinds of wood or, or what have you. Focus in. If you are getting an entry-level espresso machine with what is regarded as a small basket size, then don't go nuts with the tamper because Odds are you're going to upgrade your machine and you are going to need to buy a new tamper to go with that new machine. Okay, So be realistic and be conservative with what you spend for that first tamper to go with your first espresso machine. And speaking of spend, I guess now is a good time to recap the cost of this entire setup. What is it going to cost you to get your house set up for home espresso? The two most expensive things are the two machines. For the entry level espresso machine, you're going to spend something like a hundred plus Singapore dollars. For the grinder, I think that you should spend about $400. And then you're going to need a few of those accessories that we talked about. Um, for point of reference, the tamper that I have that lasted me from my second through to now my third machine, um, is a $45 Temper. It's got a nice wooden handle and, of course, a stainless steel base that I bought from uh, Highlander. So that's $45. So if you round it up, uh, you're looking like a total cost of somewhere in the region of six to seven hundred Singapore dollars. If that sounds like an amount of money that you're willing to spend, then welcome to the world of home espresso. And as I expressed, uh, <laughs> sorry, no pun intended, as I expressed uh, at the start of this episode, uh then with Home Espresso, it's really welcome to the world, especially at the time of this recording. Um And you know, uh on a more personal note, I really do hope that you will consider brewing coffee at home because it's a way that we can continue to support coffee businesses both locally and abroad. Just last weekend, I picked up some beans from Lamyo, Lamio is this coffee roaster over at Ballastier Road. You might have seen the episode of our grandfather's story where they featured them. It was one of those like, you know, old generation that was doing kopi beans. And then they, they transitioned to a new generation that now does the Mo style coffee beans. They, they roast beans for, for espresso and I think for home filter, uh, sorry, for, for filter coffee, but it's only a roaster, which means that the only way that you can experience what they have to offer is to be able to brew coffee right at home. I hope that I've been able to convince you that it's not terribly difficult and not terribly expensive as far as luxuries go to get started with Home Espresso precisely so that you can experience, enjoy and support businesses just like that one. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. And before I sign off, I just want to say that music credit goes to Lakey Inspired. You can find that artist at soundcloud.com slash Lakey Inspired. Spelling is in the description. Once again, this has been Macchiato Memory, an attempt to make sense of the coffee scene right here in Singapore.